You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Screener Squad. I have Matt, Trevor, and Luane. Gentlemen, just, you know, give your best, like, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Hey, everyone, what's going on? This is my ASMR greeting for sleep and study and movie awareness. See, I went with my instinct, which is to go into the audition and give it a totally different read from everybody else. That way you stand out. And that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm like, at least all three of you had some flavor to give to that intro. So I appreciate the 110 percent you brought. That wasn't your instinct, Trevor. Your instinct was to was to do Ed Asner. That's always your instinct. And we all know it. (laughs) (laughs) I hate spunk. So. Today we've watched a film called VHS 99. Gentlemen, I'm going to admit at the top, I never watched any of the previous movies, but it looks like it didn't matter. No. no. It's an anthology series, so yeah. I'm kind of excited to like go back and watch, what is there, like three or four films before this? This is number five. I was going to say, have you all watched the complete series then? Yeah, yeah I have. I've seen them all. I have. I actually managed to catch most of them at festival. Oh, nice. And then the most recent one, VHS 93, the most recent one to this. 94. Uh, I caught as part of Fantastic Fest at Home. And Luane, I think I was on that yeah. review with you once upon a time for one yep. for one of us. It's 94. And movie. so here we are at, at, at uh, 99. We're running out of years of uh, VHS. Eh, I mean, we got a good, like... There's actually several thousand more. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the concept. And I think Luane, you and I, have, <clears throat> we've done some anthology horrors before, or we've done horrors that were like, this needed to be shorter. Yeah. Um, so it's good to actually review an anthology again. I, I really enjoy short horror films. I've made a, a handful of them myself it's a really cool art form because sometimes you don't need 90 minutes to tell a scary story. Like some of the best stories that are scary are the short stories. I don't know if you, uh, I'm trying to think of like uh, the scary stories book. Who wrote those? It had the weird. Alvin Schwartz. Thank you. With uh, art by Stephen Gamble. If you got the right version. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Man, they even had that in my like super, uber conservative catholic school growing up i was shocked who's got my tailbone (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was one of those ones where the story at the end advises you to jump out and grab somebody next to you and say you've got it yeah (laughs) yes I, i wanted to piggyback on what you had to say there chad is that i think 
short horror in any medium, uh, short stories in the in the written realm as well as short films are criminally undervalued uh, in our in our culture. And so that's been kind of my goal for this Halloween season is I'm reading a lot of short horror story compilations and uh, watching a couple of these, you know, horror anthologies. Trick or Treat is an annual watch for me. Oh, yeah. You know, I always feel like a broken record when I'm on these reviews because some of these segments will treat you well. Right. Some of them are not as good as others. And that's really where I leave most horror anthologies. But I do have to say, as far as the VHS series goes, I think this one is the most consistent. The The lows were not so low. The highs were really good. And it had a good overall flow. I thought I thought 94 was, was really good, but this one's also very consistent. Wait, which one did we just watch, damn it? We watched 99. <laughs> And I think I called it the other one VHS 93 earlier. It is not. It is VHS 94. 94. Yeah. Let's talk about real quick the different segments since, you know, a plot synopsis really isn't needed because these are very short. But there's uh, five segments. Yeah. Um, It starts with shredding. Then there's suicide bid. The gawkers. uh, Ozzy's dungeon. And then the last one is to Helen back and to Helen back was done by Joseph and Vanessa Winter, who, Luane, right. we just watched... Uh, Deadstream. Deadstream. Yeah. And they did that. And that was really good. I think that was probably one of the strongest entries in this one. Yeah. They were last, because you can tell they do the medium a lot better. Like, the found footage. Yeah. You know, that was really cool. Well, and it's important to note, too, that uh, for the last two VHS films, this one included, the producer is David Bruckner who uh, just hit this season with the uh, Hellraiser remake. Oh, sure. And he has a lot of work in uh, horror anthologies. He had a segment in The Signal. He had a segment in, uh, I think it was the original VHS movie. Uh, He had a segment in Southbound. So this is a world he's real familiar with. And these two movies that have kind of had him in the producer role are probably the strongest in the franchise. I can't believe there's never been a Hellraiser anthology. But that's that's a door to digression. But (laughs) (laughs) real quick, uh, just because I was looking up David Bruckner, VHS 85 is announced. So I'll see you next year. Yeah, probably. Sounds good. It's like one year off of when I was born. So close. Found footage is always a super cool medium look if it's done right. Yes. It's plenty of examples of it being done wrong. And there's plenty of examples of it. You know, there's a spectrum, right? And this one, it according to you guys, if you're like saying it's consistently good, I mean, I again, I'm excited to pop back and watch all the other ones. These are these were all even the worst ones, you know, quote unquote. These were all good. Well, and one of the things I thought that was sort of interesting about this one, like some of the others, the year kind of doesn't make a lot of difference. But this one felt like the the age felt right, like shredding. It's basically Jackass, which would debut in 2000. And Ozzy's Dungeon is essentially like a Double Dare type thing, which is a show. Legends that, of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. 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 Right. And even even Gawkers is, has got like elements of American Pie. I was going to say it's totally American Pie. Which is, you know, soon to be coming in this time frame as well. So these, well, and to Hell and Back is literally about something happening at New Year's. So... 
th- this one probably more than a lot of them actually feels like it's the year is important to it or at least relevant to it, which isn't always the case. So I thought that was an interesting sort of maybe not change, but it was an interesting element to this particular VHS uh, grouping. Uh, I have a question. What's that? Are there always the interstitials in between the main stories? There are. And I will actually say this is probably I don't know if it's the best of the uh, wraparound segments in VHS, which historically have not been my favorite. But this one was my favorite. Um, it's, <laughs> I thought it's it was not, funny. <laughs> it's not scary. It's not going to give you the heebie-jeebies, but man, is it fun. And then it wraps up in the Gawker segment. Right. Yep. Uh, as the VHS uh, wraparounds often do. And it, that particular segment felt like kind of familiar territory. It, it really resembled one of the segments from VHS 1. But on that note, like it didn't bother me too much. I'm just like, sure. oh, this kind of this kind of feels like familiar territory. But as far as that goes, that's that's a real small note in, uh, like I said, again, a pretty consistent uh, horror anthology. I, I would say like my favorite twist, actually the most like, well, I had to a very visceral reaction to one point. Uh, but that twist at the end of Gawker you know, once I saw the reveal, I'm like, oh, shit, you got him. Like I said, it really loud in the house. My yeah. wife's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, never mind. <laughs> um, but there was another point. So she so I watched it earlier today. She's downstairs. She works from home, especially with horror. It takes a lot to, like, get me to be like, you know, yeah, I, I can take a lot. I, I do have a gag reflex, but it, it takes a lot, especially in movies, because, like, you know, I know how the sausage is made, so it really doesn't bother me. But the point in um, what was it? Uh, Ozzy's dungeon. Ozzy's dungeon. I, I was it, it wasn't. It wasn't the shit. It wasn't. It was the raw chicken <laughs> being like and, and like it was being spread on his chest, and I'm just going like, uh. And then when he put it on the mouth, I started dry heaving really bad. My <laughs> wife texted me like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, <laughs> she's like, "Why would you put yourself through that?" I'm like, "I, I." it sucks I that I, I, well that's the thing like <laughs> i can sit there and appreciate the fact that somebody got me to fake like fake me out so good even though i knew yep. it was fake i still reacted like it was real that's oh, a good horror movie you assume it was fake <laughs> yeah <laughs> well and i want to give a shout out to suicide bid which is our, our second segment here as being the one that had me on the edge of my seat had me feeling horrified like in a horror movie that's the one that scared me Mm. and it's just because the conceit of that one which is a hazing ritual gone wrong is so real yeah and the camera is in there with our protagonist she's going through this horrific horrific uh hazing ritual and things are going wrong and you're witnessing it and it feels so you know it's so real and it's this is something that could happen. Then, of course, because it it's worse. a VHS movie, we have a supernatural twist in there as well. But before that even happens, uh, it's it's a nail biter. The the theme of this one almost seemed to be I mean, it, it kind of shows up in other anthologies. It's how you do short film a lot of the time. But a lot of these had a this is what you get tone to them. Right. Like every 
most of the most of the stories, you know, you have, well, that's what you get for being an asshole about, you know, fill in the blank. Um, so I thought that was kind of uh, interesting It it because they don't always do that. Some of them are just here's a scary story. Um, but this one seemed really focused on, um, you know, payback's a bitch or this is what you get for fill in the blank. Or uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? The youngins say now, fuck around and find out. I don't know. I, I have honestly, I've just moved on to just saying Fafo. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just socking a guy and just bap, bap, Fafo motherfucker. <laughs> Matt, what was your favorite segment? You know, I, I had to bat that around a little bit because I was really torn because I, I think um the end segment is very well done and very funny. Mm-hmm. And and it is horror horror comedy with both bits functioning. And I thought the um I thought the uh Double Dare game show one was just really upsetting in like the way that like yes. that said uh the too many cooks sketch was and it had that quality of like it starts it starts so normal and then goes off the rails the only thing there is i actually didn't want them to cut to the story story i wanted more of the increasingly surreal and upsetting show in its timeline <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> like i wanted it to go further and and, and see the, the everything come undone and i thought i actually thought it could have used a few more i want to be spoiler aware but uh, they could have let that run on a, a minute or two longer and buried a couple of little hints in it. The only one I actively did not care for was Gawker. Liked everyone in there, but it was just a little too throwbacky for me. It was that that whole uh, that Porky's peeking at the window scenario just doesn't do it for me the way it once did. And um, I think I would give it to Ozzy's Dungeon. I think I'm going to give it to that one by a hair based on the strength of a couple of the, the mom in that is just, I mean, she's almost... Um, scary in her own right you know yes mm-hmm. she's like olivia spencer scary she fucking had me Luane, what was your favorite i think i enjoyed to helen back probably the most once i got past the why would you even want to associate with these people of suicide bid that one was probably the most surprising one to me and um i think in some sense felt the most horrific because it felt the most plausible aside from obviously the, the supernatural finale of it. Um, uh, Ozzy's dungeon was super off putting in like the best. This is really horrific way. Gawker's was fine. Shredden was fine. I'm going to give it to Helen back overall, but I think there were a couple others that are really strong contenders. It just depends on whether or not I'd want to rewatch them again. Helen back is probably my favorite only because I always tend to go towards comedic horror. Um, but I like suicide bid because that's just horrific gawkers. I actually did like because, you know, I grew up during the American pie generation and looking back, I'm like, I mean, and it's not like American Pie objectified women the first time, but, you know, that was my generation. Right. And I grew up during this time. So to see the resolution at the end of that is kind of like, yeah, awesome. Um, 
shredding i liked only because i was in a shitty band and you know <laughs> i'm always i'm always <laughs> sympathetic to that and then ozzy's dungeon of course legends of the hidden temple double dare you know the nickelodeon fair like of course well it's 1999 it might be the end of the world and frankly after seeing some of the horrific things that show up in this maybe it's okay if the world ended four out of five segments that i really really liked um i think this is another another fun entry in the series uh i don't know what to call these at this point of workmanlike I think they're probably, uh, as a series and this installment in particular, uh, very consistent. The last one had this Indonesian directed piece in it that was about like a, some people like sort of get knocked out and wake up with like cameras for heads. And it's real weird. In my deliberation over which one was best, I did want to actually plug Suicide Bid and that that situation is so, is so gnarly. And you're just sitting there thinking, man, you would be effed. You would be on F Street. I did have to give it to the one that used the nostalgia the hardest, I think, is is what got me there. Eight out of ten army men who were really glad no one had a magnifying glass. VHS has a strength in that this is one of those franchises that, as uh, Chad discussed, you can jump in at any time. Um, if you have a feeling to watch some short horror to get you in the Halloween mood, to give you the, the heebie jeebies one night, uh, this is it. Um, you're going to find something here. You like, you're going to find something here. That's going to creep you out. You're going to find something here that's going to make you laugh. And this uh, particular entry, I think is the most accessible. I think it's the most consistently strong. Um, I really enjoyed this one. Um, I don't know that the best of this film is going to match up with the best of the franchise, but absolutely the worst of this movie is not going to be the worst of this franchise either. Uh, I really liked this one. It was a lot of fun. Um, real shout out to suicide bid and to Ozzy's dungeon, which are just fantastic. And of course the, uh, the, the first person dark ride that was hell and back. Uh, and there's just some fantastic practical effects in this. If you're a practical effects fiend and a gore hound, uh, there's some good stuff in here. So uh, with that in mind, I am going to give this eight and a half out of 10 killer origami pterodactyls. <laughs> yeah, I've already said it. I'm excited to go back and watch all the other ones. Definitely going to check them out on shutter, which that subscription has totally paid itself off with the amount of horror I've been watching the past year since I've had it. Shout out to Shudder. Shudder, give me free shit if you want. I'm excited to see all these people do either do more shorts or do feature length stuff. Like th- all these were consistently good or better. 89 out of we're going to party like it's 1999. That was a dumb rating but i'm gonna stick with it because you know i'm not perfect guys i don't know if you knew that i know trevor's perfect matt is obviously god Luane, you're perfect i am sorry i'm sorry guys i'm a god but i'm the god of something that should not be worshipped (laughs) (laughs) hey god not the god 